Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi, this is Allison Argram. You know me as Evil Nellie Olson from Little House on the Prairie. And I'm talking to you now with Jim and Florence on the forum. Hi everyone, this is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the forum and it's been it's great to get back to everybody. We've had an amazing time off, but now it's time to get back to work and don't think we were just lazing around. We were doing a lot of stuff with marketing and different things. So Florence, it was great to have some time off, but now we're back in the in the grind and it, it's a great time for us. How are you doing? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be back. We definitely had a much-deserved vacation. We had some time off, which we needed, um, being that the forum is year-round. So it was nice to finally take a break. But I'm so happy to be back. So thank you. I am too. Boy, I'm telling you. And thank you to all of our loyal listeners, our growth, our we reached, uh, even during our vacation time, one week we reached 25 million people on our social media network. And it is just absolutely amazing the support we're getting from celebrities. We've got a lot of celebrities that are going to be upcoming on all of our podcasts, some very famous people. And it, we've said before, we don't go for all famous because, to be honest with you, sometimes the most famous people are the most boring a little bit <laughs> and they haven't had interesting lives or they're just kind of they've done a million million interviews and it's not that big a deal we have decided at the start to always have people that we feel are interested that that we're into and so far you guys have so much enjoyed it the thousands of people that listen to our show every week it's amazing and we thank you so much and all the celebrities you know how we feel about you and our interaction with you is very important to us and we your friendship is just humbling to all of us now the next guest oh wow this is someone i i definitely can't wait to talk to put a person that has done pretty much a little bit of everything her dad is one of my favorite actors of all time he's a big he was a big Raiders fan oh my gosh I'm in I'm in euphoria right now so why don't you introduce (laughs) our guest before I lose it well she's definitely a jack of all trades she's pretty much done everything in the entertainment field she is a published author a Christian songwriter. She was even a talent manager for for quite a while. I mean, she's done everything, hosting, you name it, she's done it. Her name is Gigi Garner, and she is the daughter of legendary actor James Garner. And my mom was so excited when I told her that um, we were going to be talking to Gigi because she was a huge James Garner fan. So welcome, Gigi. We are so happy to have you on the forum. Thank you so much. It's so, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. Gigi, the first thing I want to talk to you, we had talked off the air about your great career that you've had individually. Why don't you talk about your history and some of the things, the the things that kind of stand out to you that you're most proud of? Because boy, in the entertainment industry, with all respect to your dad, you've made a 
quite of a name for yourself as well. Oh, gosh. Well, I don't think you can compare it. I haven't done very <laughs> much considering uh, what my father did during his career, but I have done a few little things. I was a commercial actress at one point. I was a staff songwriter at a Christian record company in Nashville, and I ended up writing three number one Christian songs, which I'm quite proud of. Yes. Um, and I was I was a talent manager. I wanted to help actors who really were not getting enough attention and didn't have power powerful source behind them. And so I started my own company. I did that for eight years and I had a good amount of success with those people. Um, and I've done, you know, a few other things. I was a spokesperson, did commercials, but nothing like, um, you know, nothing compared to what my dad did because my dad wasn't a real actor. I was just dabbling. Well, you dabbled mm. pretty good. You have a lot of accomplishments there. When when you when was the first time that you really knew that you wanted to get into entertainment? However, you did with music. Did you study music? What was your background in acting and music? Well, I did study music. My parents actually forced me to take guitar lessons at <laughs> six years old. And so I took guitar lessons from six to 16. And I, you know, when I went into the music business later, I was very glad that I did. I was actually ended up being a recording artist in England and I had a top 20 record. When I started writing songs, I was glad that I actually had a music background because that's a great foundation to have. Oh, yeah, boy, especially with yeah, all the absolutely. people in the industry when you do the connections you can get and also the notoriety and it just seems like it took off from there wow and in the christian genre i i used to sing in a christian group years ago and i know how hard it really? was really yeah how hard it was at that time to get to get music published even published so to get awards like that that was a big thing because that was the the 80s and 90s was a real big heyday for christian music so wow those accomplishments are pretty amazing i'd be pretty proud of it too three number one thank wow you. i would love to share that those uh, online online <laughs> next week oh thank you so much well i was a i was a staff writer at a record company called word records mm -hmm. And they're the largest Christian publishing company in the world. Yeah, and very well known. I was there when, you know, a lot of the big groups like Anointed, Sandy Patty, mm -hmm. uh, Greg Long, uh, Bruce Carroll. So I, I got to write with a lot of Christian artists as well, which is really great. Wow, Sandy Patty, probably my favorite singer, Christian singer of all time. Just an amazing Great voice. voice. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah. I love the Winans and Ron Canoli and but boy, that that was one that really she really got to me. Now, when you did you ever want to follow in your father's footsteps into that? What made you go kind of in the background to help the actors instead of being one? Did you did you ever get that bug where you just said, "Wow, my dad is amazing. I I want to do that." Well, one word talent <laughs> I did not I did not have the talent <laughs> so I felt like I could help more behind the scenes and um, I had some friends that were actors and they really weren't getting any attention and I figured that oh well it couldn't be that hard but yeah it actually was that hard but I got in there and learned the business from that side. It was really interesting and a great education. And I managed to help, you know, a good amount of actors get jobs. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your father was so busy. He, he was a busy actor. He was in so many things. And when we talk about his career, I don't think people know just how awesome he was. And But when you were young, what was your relationship like with him? Was it really close that you were just, or was it difficult because he was gone so much? He was gone so much, but we were really close. And he, he particularly made... Um, a huge effort to be very present when he was around. And then while he was away um, making films, he would bring me and my mom to the location. Like we ended up going to, to England when he was shooting Grand Prix in 1966 and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So I was visiting a lot as well. Also, I think what people don't realize is your mom and dad were married for a long time. And that in Hollywood in itself is a pretty miracle. How long were they married? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good question. I think they were married 50-something years wow. when he passed. That wow. is like a miracle in Hollywood. I, I watched an, an interview with him because he did a lot of abstract interviews with different types of people, and he, he said he wasn't a good interview, but, boy, his interviews were mesmerizing <laughs> to me. And the one thing he said <laughs> about your mom is, which was re really interesting, he said, know yourself, say you're sorry, and give respect. And he says that was kind of the key to his relationship with your mom and his relationship with people in general, because they were talking about some of the big time egos in Hollywood and how stuck up some actors can be and actresses. And he said it never, yeah. he never thought he was better than anyone. He appreciated, no. he said, I appreciate the stage hands. I appreciate the janitors. I he appreciate did. everybody. And I, I think that's why he's kind of a man's man. And in my age group, boy, there was... There, Charles Bronson, Steve McQueen, uh, and him, uh, Colburn. I mean, th those are just people that we looked up to. They just seem like the coolest people. And it seems like what I love about James is that he was, he seemed just totally legit. Yeah, my dad was from Norman, Oklahoma, and he never forgot where he came from. And he's one of the only people I can actually think of that ever lived by the Golden Rule. He really, he treated people the same. And well, no matter who they were, it didn't matter whether they were the head of the studio or they were the landscaper there. He was treating everyone with respect. And it's hard to find people like that nowadays. Oh, for sure. So and people forget a lot of the roles he got. He was Oscar nominated for Murphy's Romance. I mean, he did. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, so many amazing films, uh, the great, great escape. I mean, he, and he was also with so many of the greatest actors of that time and they all just raved about him. And one thing that I loved is that I'm into history. Every, all our fans know I'm a huge history buff and I watched a show about Wyatt Earp and ah. in, the, in the hour of the gun, he yeah. played Wyatt Earp in 1967, and in the History Channel rated that as the most historically correct story oh. of, of the, the gunfight at the OK Corral. And they said that what they had read, James Garner played that part with Wyatt Earp to, literally to perfection, that that was as close it got to any story that in history of, of TV or movies to show that. And I thought that that was really cool because he was great at that Interesting. Movie. Interesting. He paid, he played Wyatt Earp twice. He uh -huh. played Wyatt Earp in another film that he did with um, Bruce Willis called Sunset. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and he played it twice. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. He and, and people forget too. remember Lonesome Dove. That was huge, huge. He oh, was yeah. in that as well. And uh, what yeah. I liked is one of the kids on on they were talking about famous voices and stuff. And he did uh, the voice of Shazam too, the character Shazam, I think in 2000. So he, huh. he just he just did something to everything. It was a what an amazing career. And obviously the Rockford Files, when it was going on, did you know? what a huge deal that was because that show was really a hit. <laughs> no, I did not know. <laughs> Boy, I know now. Da- yeah. My dad never missed that. My dad was very hard on TV like I am and he never missed the Rockford files and neither did I, I became a huge fan. I wanted to ask you too. I've always wanted to ask you what is, did you ever meet any of the Raiders or Al Davis or anybody? Cause he was friends with Al Davis, Ken Stabler. I've talked to the Stabler daughters, Ken Stabler were friends. Did you ever get mm-hmm. to meet any of the Raiders or know that, know any of those oh, uh, sure. people? Oh, wow. Did you get to sure. meet Al Davis? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I met a lot of them because my dad would go, he had, he had like, um, season tickets in the front there but then he would go and he would sit on the bench with them and then he would go in the locker with them during you know halftime and this and that so yeah i got to meet some of them i even dated one of them i'm not going to tell you who oh my gosh (laughs) wow we just we got a scoop you're gonna get me in trouble Gigi, you're going to get me in trouble because every Raider fan is now going to flood my DM. Oh, oh, it's going to be rough next week. But wow, Uh-oh. that's fantastic. Uh, I, uh, Phil Villapiano, speaking of the Raiders. I don't Phil think Villapiano. I've ever told anybody that. Wow. That See what a good true. interview team we are. I'll give you a hint. Ooh. He was he was one of the kickers. Oh. That's all I know. James, you know the kickers. It could be Ray Guy. Let's no. Let's move my, on. My guy side, uh, George Bland. No, it couldn't have been George Bland. No, come on, come on. I, there's no, gotta, I'm I'm gonna keep going off the air. You'll never figure it out. We're gonna meet you. Gonna we're gonna meet it. you and bring some good Napa wine so we could get it out of you. Because now I'm gonna go <laughs> I don't drink. Uh, oh, Sorry. No. <laughs> now, like yeah, we have great chocolate too. Some of the things that you did that you really enjoyed because it seemed like animals were such a huge part of James' life. You told stories on your site, which we're going to give at the end. Some amazing stories about dogs you picked up on set. What were some of the animals that you had growing up that really were just kind of really special to your dad and you? Well, my dad started rescuing animals when he was a boy in Oklahoma, and we always had animals. And so mostly we had adopted a a feral cat when I was little, and then I unfortunately found out I was allergic to cats, but still, um, we always had dogs. He got me a dog when I was six, and we had dogs throughout our lives. And he did find a puppy in the desert one time, brought him home, about the animal connection is, is that, you know, my dad's been gone for five and a half years almost, and he passed in 2014. So it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do in his honor. And so last year on Father's Day, I created, I filed for a 501c3 charity, and I created the James Garner Animal Rescue Fund which is jgarf.org. And so I want to incorporate my rescue background 
with his name and put the two together. It just seemed like a good fit. So I've been a rescuer of animals for over 30 years. So that's what the animal connection is. Wow. So he started doing this when he was very young. I mean, this was something yeah. that was probably so important to him and something he instilled in you and sibling. That That's fantastic. Now, is that something that you are currently, are you currently rescuing animals still and finding them homes? What I do now is I used to rescue them all myself physically, but I don't do that anymore. I have two rescues at my house that are my own. But what I've done is throughout the years, I've created an entire network of other rescuers whom I help. What I do is like I've rescued 20 dogs from Thailand. Um, I have rescue partners all over the place. Um, I have the, um, I have a pilot I work with and I have a transport company and I have, you know, fosters and I have other rescuers that I work with. So a lot of times I'll be coordinating, helping and funding rescues, but it is a business. And so that's why I created the 501c3 so I could uh, get donations. And so what I do normally is, uh, since I started foundation is I've been rescuing death row animals. Um, and unfortunately there's mm-hmm. 5,500 animals killed every day in America. And so I want to use the donations to create, um, avenues for people who can't afford spay and neuter. Um, and also to rescue animals. There's no reason why these animals are being killed in kill shelters other than there's nowhere to put them. Um, and there's nowhere, no one to care for them. Gigi, can you can you define what a kill shelter is? Oh, it's like Auschwitz. Mm. It's a very, very dark chapter in rescue. There, you know, are places around the country in Texas, in you know, different states where they just round up dogs that are they think are undesirable or are strays and they give them a couple days depending on what's wrong with them if there's something wrong with them or even if there's nothing wrong with them they just don't have the space so they euthanize them Mm -hmm. and many of these places do not do it humanely it's a very serious issue. If we could just get a handle on spay and neuter, if people would just spay and neuter their pets and spay and neuter strays, we, we wouldn't have to be killing all these dogs and cats. So it's, it's a very serious situation. But if you do find a stray, make sure you don't take it to a kill shelter. Make sure you take it to a rescue, bona fide, genuine rescue do in your, your area. Yeah, do your research, do your homework, make sure it goes to a rescue and not a kill shelter. Also, most of the dogs being killed are pit bulls because they're so overbred. And a lot of people uh, get these pit bulls and they breed them and they use them for dog fighting. Mm. So you have to be very careful about what happens Mm. because these dogs have been badly, badly abused and brutalized. Many of the animals have been badly abused. I just rescued a little guy from the Memphis kill shelter literally hours before he was going to be put to death for Mm. no reason, who had cigarette burns on him. Mm. And he's a very smart little two-year-old little chocolate brown guy. 
and we just got him adopted. He's oh, in wow. and he's in a very happy home and he's very happy and he's a smart little guy and he was going to be murdered for no other reason than there was nowhere to put him that's, no home for him. so we've got to get a handle on it and so if you are hoping that people would would uh, look at my history and look at my philosophy on my website and see what it is I do and some of my good results. And we always have good results because we make sure that any dog we rescue goes to a very, very good home, a very loving home. So I was hoping people will support me in this and let me continue on my dad's legacy. Oh, for sure. Many of you, many of you know how I've spoken out. I got in trouble from one of the racehorsing tracks who practically DM me and threatened me because I talked about the HBO special and I feel there should not be horse racing. I don't think there should be any type of situation where you kill animals. I know people are out. Oh, you're a tree hugger or whatever. And that's not me. I'm, I'm a middle of the road guy. I stay out of the politics thing, but I'm telling you when you take animals that have no choice and you're killing them just because they're not meeting your needs, your greed and your desire to get the best horse, you're sick. And I'm telling you, do not, not go to horse yeah. track do not go do not right. support them do not go to yeah. the Kentucky no. derby it's time that we because what Gigi talked about in on her website and we're going to talk about that next is that when you when people hurt animals they're going to hurt people i mean that that's right. just studies show that especially yeah. serial killers they hurt they right. they torture animals and we're Natural seeing yeah, yeah we're seeing story after story of people torturing animals in sick wow. ways and i'm telling you i i i told a story that i had a big thousands of dollars deal and i needed the money in our business and i found out that guy abandoned a dog he just literally oh. and this is a big thing with white collar workers i know some people mm-hmm. that have abandoned dogs i've called the cops on a couple of of them because that is evil and i'm sorry you have something yeah. wrong with you if you do that but he abandoned um, his dogs in a freaking <laughs> in the forest and oh so my i told God. yeah so i canceled our contract and i said i'll sue oh you i said i'll call the cops i'll ruin you online and i never do this but i said i will ruin you if you if you don't let me out of this contract i want nothing to do with you and your money so this is what we, we need to start standing up for things and animals don't have the ability to do it. So what we're going to do, and we're going to talk about that later is Florence and I feel very strongly. I don't think Gigi's getting the support that she should be getting from, from uh, online and from people. And she's got a million things going on. She's got a lot. So we're going to help her with marketing. We're going to help yeah. her with stuff. We want this out there. And Florence and I have been talking about this. We believe in Gigi. And we love James. He's just God bless, God rest his soul. What an amazing guy! He mm-hmm. brought us so much, so much entertainment, amazing. so much laughs. So, you guys, if you're going to put your money, don't go to Starbucks for a week. Don't go. Don't get your third, you know, out hamburger. Eat a sandwich or something, and give that and donate donate it to her. It's very simple. We're going to show you how to do it. Florence and I got three or four posts next week that we're going to show you literally how to do it. It's so simple. We want you to understand that if you like, if you're a Raider fan, you guys always help everybody help Gigi. We need to get the word out there and we need to get people to support uh, like Gigi does. And uh, wow, it's just, I, when you started your foundation, 
I've always heard it's so hard because there's so many good things out there that are people are doing and it's just hard to get the word out. What struggles have you had so far when starting this? Well, I didn't really think it was going to be that easy, but I mean, filing for a 501c3, there's quite a lot of paperwork involved, whatever. But I mean, I'm brand new. And so I've only been around about seven months. And so Mm -hmm. I think one of the hardest things is getting the word out. Mm-hmm. And um, if you follow me on Twitter, which is Mavrocks Girl, um, you can see, you know, even if you follow me for a day, you can see what I do and what I'm about. Um, I am interested in helping anybody with any animal, no matter what it is. I've helped, you know, homeless people. I've helped. What I do mostly, though, is I mostly work with other rescues to help them, to help them fund whatever project it is. And the good news about me uh, doing the research and having the relationships is you don't have to worry about where your money is going Mm -hmm. uh, on the Internet because there's a lot of people asking for money on the Internet. You don't know who these people are and where the money is going. Um, if you donate to me, I do the legwork for you. I know that these people are legit and the money, where the money is really going, et cetera. And also your <laughs> listeners may be interested to know that at one point in time, I was actually a real licensed private investigator in the state of Tennessee. Wow. So my point is, my point is I check things out really well. Well, if you're a criminal in Tennessee and you don't donate, we're sending her out. No, I'm but uh, we will find you. Uh, so yeah. anyway, but I think, Gigi, what's so inspiring about this and Florence and I will talk about it, you know, talk about and this is the passion that we need to do with you, Florence. You've had a dogs that you've loved. I mean, uh, what do they mean to you? I mean, th- we've got to really give back. I mean, dogs give so much to you, but Florence, you've had amazing dogs too. Absolutely. I've had dogs my whole life and we, we, my whole family absolutely has taken in rescues. We've gone many different routes. Actually the dog, my last dog I had, I had her for 15 years. Her name was Bella Bijan Frise. She actually was on her way to a shelter from a coworker, and I took her because I couldn't think of this baby. I mean, I think she was only maybe two years old, two and a half years old, and she was having some issues, and it broke my heart. And I thought, you know what? My last dog had passed away maybe a year prior, and I was ready for another dog. And I was like, you know what? Let me take her. And and we did. We made the exchange in the parking lot after work the next day. And she gave her to me. And I adored her from the moment I brought her home. My father absolutely loved dogs. And um, he passed away about 10 years ago, but he adored Bella. And Bella adored him. And even when he had gotten sick and went to the hospital. She waited for him. She sat in his recliner. She slept in Aww. his liver. She adored Aww. him. When he didn't come back, when, when he had passed away, I saw Aww. a huge difference in her and she just adored him. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made because I always tell people rescuing an animal, it just, it just fills you up in such a way. I mean, I could cry right now thinking about it. I know. I, Me too. I can't even imagine not having her in my life for all those years. And like I said, it was 15 years. 
So it was the best, best, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. And like I said, it brought my family so much joy. And to this day, my nieces, my nephews, my, my sister-in-law rescued a pit bull and has Chloe in her home and, and absolutely adores her. And Super. yeah, again, they bring so much to the family. So much. Yeah, it's love. Really they important. do. They're family it's, members. Yeah. They they're are. More, uh, they're more than way. they're more than what and the thing with dogs too, like I had a pit bull, uh uh Frash was so cool and he was the nicest dog. Oh my god, the sweetest thing. And when dogs are abused, you know, dog people are so cruel and they hurt dogs and they mentally abuse them and they physically. But yeah. dogs, it's, isn't it amazing, Gigi, how they come back and how they, with love and with kindness, they just transform. It, it just must be an amazing thing to see. It is. And, I mean, it's very, you know, as a rescuer and as a person who has a lot of compassion for animals, and those who can't speak up for themselves, it's very frustrating sometimes because I know that I can't rescue them all, but mm-hmm. I have to just concentrate on those that I can rescue. And people may think, oh, well, you know, she doesn't need money, but yes, it's a business and I do need money. Yeah. And I've been using my own money for the last 30 years, but I really do need help and I can't do it mm-hmm. by myself. And it does take a village. That's why I work with a lot of other rescuers. Uh, and people that are doing this work. I mean, it is my passion. I could not do it if I wasn't passionate about it. Um, I love doing it. And it is uh, heartbreaking sometimes because, you know, like we had a dog that we, we rescued and she sadly was hit by a car. She was left in a kill shelter. They did nothing. We had to have her leg amputated and then she got very ill and unfortunately, she didn't make it. And it is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we still had a $1,000 bill we had to pay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, even though, you know, we didn't save the dog, we still, you know, are responsible for, you know, paying the vet and this and that. And so I take it very seriously. Um, and I'm very committed to it. And I hope that people will go to my website and they will see some of the dogs I've rescued and see my work and my results. And they will support me because I literally cannot do this by myself. There's no way. It takes a village. That's right. And some of you Absolutely. say, well, I'm too busy and, and we get it. But the thing is, it takes two seconds. Go to jgarf.org, James Garner Animal Relief Fund. J-G-A-R-F dot org and, and go there and check it out. The stories are great. She did a great job doing this website. The donations, she has a memorial page with some amazing dogs that have uh, that have been rescued, that have been helped, and it just brings memories that mm-hmm. you just can't take away. It's a great site. Please follow her. We have a lot of followers. We reach so many people, and this is someone that's doing good work that yeah. we believe in, and we don't endorse everybody. So no, everyone, oh, you're a jerk, Jim. You don't endorse. Well, I only endorse the best. <laughs> I, I think Gigi's the greatest. So, yeah. uh, I agree. So, so at Mavrocks Girl, and it's the capital M A V Rocks R O C K S capital G 
I-R-L. So that's her Twitter. And what, Gigi, why don't you give the email that people, this is a PayPal account, I believe, that people could give uh, straight direct. So you didn't even have to go to the site. You could do it right now. Gigi, why don't you give that email? That'd be great. Um, there is a donate button on every single page on my website, just mm-hmm. in case. And I also, if you follow me on Twitter, I do have a store where I sell Rockford Files, original Rockford Files stuff. Yep. So if you follow me on Twitter, I will send you guys the link so you can see it as well. And you can send it to your um, followers. But the PayPal is at Mavrock, M-A-V-R-O-C-K-1. So it's like Maverick and Rockford at Mavrock one that's my paypal that's fantastic and we are going to actually be sharing this gg we're unlike any other podcast that's why we are i'm not bragging i'm not we believe in our guests and i don't care if it's an a-lister a b-lister a family of an a-list we don't care we now we have a relationship so we consider this a responsibility so we are going to promote you for the months on uh we're going to make people know about this we are actually even going to next month for our podcast we are going to do a commercial and we're going to do this for free and we're going to put it on our podcast because that's how much we believe in you and we're doing this and also in the memory of your father who i adore and what a great man he was and your mom i'm sure she was great too we don't want to just give it all to your dad but but in all the animals and all the things we florence and i are so appreciative of people like you you like my mom said there's a special place in heaven for people that love animals and and i think that you're just a blessing and we are so excited to be able to help you oh thank you guys so much you guys are so kind and so nice to do this i i i don't want you to feel like i feel like i deserve anything i don't but the animals it's all about the animals it has nothing to you're do with one. you're the kind i just know that's wonderful what you do thank yeah, you so still, much you know what i love so animals blessed. and that's yeah. why i do it oh we're and we, we could see your passion and I, i'm not yeah. kidding our goal this year is to really redefine what people do with their money because there's so many great people that are helping people helping animals I see people going to concerts, spending thousands of dollars to concerts where people are lip syncing. They don't even sing anymore. (laughs) And you're going to concerts to hear a recording that is insane. Take that money. Don't buy a coffee today. Take that five bucks a month, five bucks a month. That's it. If everyone did that, we would get, Gigi would have so much money. To, to help all these animals that it would be just such an amazing thing. And this is what we want. It's hard to raise money because let's face it, everybody's asking for money. And, but what we want are. is we want you guys to believe in Gigi. If you're a Raider fan, especially God, you know how much Garner loved the Raiders and how, gosh, he's in every <laughs> video of the Super Bowl. He's on the sidelines. Uh, and we just really need to band together. We need to, we need to help Gigi because she's, you could tell it just it's draining and it's you know sometimes it could get on you because you, you want to help all the animals and you can't and it's just because 
never let money detract from what people are doing, the great things that are doing. And it'll help society. I'm telling you, your karma points. Some a couple of you need some karma points too. So let's get let's get going out there and let's do some great things for Gigi because we now she is our friend. You want to give a donation? You want to do any? We will we will just let people know how much you support her. But this is legit. You know, a lot of I don't support stuff. I'm a pain. But when I believe in something and Florence believes in something, we love our dogs. And Gigi, I'm just so glad that we met online and I'm so glad that we're able to help you. And is there anything else you get the last words, anything else that you'd like to say? All I just want to say is, is that on my website, I have a quote and it's really important for me to share this with people. And and my quote is, is that people have been given the huge responsibility of having dominion over animals, which I believe means that it's our duty as human beings to take care of them. They are innocent, unconditionally loving creatures at our mercy, and there is no excuse for animal abuse. None. The only time I ever got almost got arrested was outside a store where a man had a dog. He had a big Mercedes SUV and he left his dog in there and it was 90 degrees out. And I just picked up my jack and, and I told that guy, I, I don't have a temper, but when it goes, it's Mount Basu. And I told that guy, I'm going to bash in every freaking window you got. Uh, don't let that dog out right now. And the cops came and and I, I, I press charges. I press Good charges for you. against him. Yep. I, Good he, for you. So, I've done and, it myself. I yep. have taken dogs out of hot cars myself. Yeah, so I press charges, and they said, you need to leave. You're going to get arrested. I said, I'm pressing charges. I want this guy up, and the guy got fined. Yep. So it's time Good. that we stop just coddling around. I don't want to watch the news. It's too bad. Well, watch the news sometimes and see the six stories that people are doing against animals. It's just because your head's in the same doesn't mean it's not happening so it's time for us to get our heads out of sand yes it's wrong animals it's wrong to hurt animals it's wrong to hurt anything but when sick people are hurting animals eventually they're going to hurt a person and it might even be someone you love so let's really get out there and be positive and just kick butt with this I'm very excited about this. It's going to take time. We're not getting a million dollars tomorrow. I'm not Pollyanna. But in time, I really want this to be a consistent thing where people give because we have a lot of things this year that we're planning on doing, and we really want to help help uh, people like Gigi out. Gigi, thank, thank you so much. Thank God for people for like you guys. Oh, thank, oh. You. thank you so much. But thank God for people like you guys. Oh, you're, it's really, you're, you're, you can make a difference. You can really make a difference and you are. Thank God for people like you. Oh yeah. We we're we're so excited with this and I'm not kidding. Your dad is one of my favorites and, and uh, I feel Thank very you. loyalty. We, we need to remember our stars and remember the pe- the good ones because not all of them yeah. are good. I'll be real with you. But James Garner was legit, <laughs> and he was—he brought a lot of support and a lot of love to a lot of people. I hear the stories about him online of people saying how kind he was to them. So 
Yeah. You know, let, this is one of the good guys. Well, this is wonder. the daughter of one of the good guys, and she's a good woman. So let's get this going. We're excited, Gigi. This is going to help. You. I know it. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And thank you all, all right. for listening. We love you guys. Thank you. And, and we'll be not be in tears next time, I promise. But we're, we're very yeah, excited so about putting out this show. We'll put it out Monday. And we'll anything that you got, we're going to put out some ads for Gigi next week on Twitter. Please retweet them. Please support them. Support her. And let's get this ball rolling. Thank you, Gigi. Thank you. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.